0: Family is a big value for me. Now that I have more free time, maybe I can spend time with my family. Or help is a big value for me. Now that I have more free time, I can actually spend time working out. Because the whole point of being a business owner, in my opinion, is not just to make as much money as possible. There's a quality of life and whatnot. And actually having more free time, stepping away from the business so that you can focus on other aspects of your life that maybe you were neglecting before can actually have a much bigger impact on your business.
1: So the big question is this, how do small business owners like us grow our leadership, develop our teams, and scale our business in a way that allows us to get our products and services out to the world yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Bradley Hamner, and this is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Autopilot Recruiting. Join over 1,200 State Farm agents in putting your recruiting on Autopilot. Any successful insurance agent will tell you how important a team is. Finding those rockstar team members doesn't happen when left to chance. It happens through consistent recruiting. You never know when you're going to lose a team member. And the key to an incredible team is constantly searching for the best talent. Autopilot Recruiting is a continuous recruiting service where you'll be assigned a recruiter that has been trained to recruit on your behalf every business day. This recruiter will take over and revamp your career plug, send out assessments, do pre screen phone interviews, and schedule your in-office interviews. All you need to do is to show up and give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. This ongoing service is extremely affordable and a no-brainer for taking your insurance agency to the next level. Listeners of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast, go to autopilotrecruiting.com and use the code Capital to get started. Again, autopilotrecruiting.com and use the code Capital to get started.
0: So Chris, you just hired an EA? I did actually. This is more for like personal tasks. For example, booking flights, booking reservations that anywhere that I travel. For example, I have a price birthday trip for a friend tomorrow and I had him make all the reservations and things like that. The way that I, I'm starting to see myself is like a quarterback where rather than me being the one that does everything, I'm simply a director where I just gather people that are great at doing things and i'm simply the one orchestrating everything
1: i like it i like it so chris you hired at ea recently so what was finally the catalyst for you to say okay it's time for me to get an ea because this came up yesterday twice and then i no joke just got off the phone with my daily sync with lauren a little bit ago and we were talking about this very thing in fact We're probably going to put together a playbook maybe if some of you are in our leadership community and you all would be interested in the ea playbook that i put together that kind of has a job description template that lauren and i work off of let me know post in the comments we'll make sure that we send that over to you guys but for you personally what was finally the thing that you said okay it's time for me to get an ea
0: realizing the amount of time that i'm spending on things that really aren't going to generate me revenue i think that i'm good at Orchestrating things like I have recently started to look at myself as the quarterback, and the quarterback is not throwing the ball and then running to go and catch the ball to go and score like the touchdown. He's typically the person. I'm not necessarily treating myself, but like he's typically the person with the highest IQ on the team. He's mm-hmm. really directing plays. That's how I see myself. So what I want to do is assemble a team of people who are good at whatever task they're doing. They're great actually, and I'm simply orchestrating how they work with one another. I just found myself spending time on, once again, things that aren't going to get me where I want to get to in the fastest fashion. So I realized, hey, you know what? I can actually outsource this. And I started doing that a long time ago. I mean, from graphic design, like, technically speaking, I could go into canva right now, I could watch a YouTube video on how to create cool templates in Canva and everything, or I can hire somebody that's great at it. And people think that hiring an EA or a graphic designer, et cetera, is expensive. It's really not when you have a global vision. For example, my graphic designer, Colombia, my EA, the Philippines, my web designer, Mexico. You gotta remember that there's top talent anywhere that you go. You simply have to look for the right people and have a system in place to be able to weed out your talent. Hours are they working for you? Graphic designers working for me pretty heavily, probably around I mean, heavily in the grand scheme of things, probably like around 10 to 15 hours a week. The web guy recently, probably 20 plus hours a week. I just got him last week and I'm only giving him little tasks like book and flight. So I'm going to ease into him. One thing that I do have him working on, I don't know, you heard of the concept of the second brain?
1: Yeah, Tiago Forte. Come on, Chris, you should know that I know about this stuff. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about that stuff. That's really
0: good. So I'm actually having him implement the second brain because i have had a video for months and i've been telling myself hey you know what today after work i'm gonna sit down and watch the video and i'm gonna implement and really it wouldn't take me a long time to implement the teachings in that video max eight hours eight days for one hour and i'm like i'll do it later i'll do it later And finally i was like let me just hire this guy to just implement it for me setting up my second brain in notion yeah That's where I'm at right now Like when it comes to outsourcing talent.
1: So yesterday I was on a call with a business owner, Keith, and then also I was talking to someone else about an EA. And it was really interesting is that both of them kind of came up. There was this one common thread that I want to share and I think would be helpful for our community. They both basically said one of them was struggling a little bit more with what the EA was going to do specifically. And then the other one was struggling with, okay, now what am I supposed to be doing? And I actually think that that's the same coin, two different sides, and both of them are important. Somebody listening to this right now can probably say, yeah, I could rattle off 10 different things that I would have someone who is my EA 10 hours a week or whatever that may be. They could do my payroll. They could handle my emails completely. They could manage my calendar, et cetera. I think it's also just as important maybe even more so for the business owner or the leader, such as yourself, Chris, to think about what are you going to do with the additional time that you have? So see, it was interesting. You were saying, hey, I feel like my job is to be the quarterback and my job is to be able to pass the ball, right? Call the play, set the team up for success, et cetera. Not necessarily to run the football, certainly not to block, not to catch the football, et cetera. So you're really clear on what that is. With one of the business owners, like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing, which I actually thought that was very open and honest for him to say, okay, I have this additional time. He kind of openly said, yesterday was the day after Memorial Day. He said, I didn't have anything on my calendar. And he said, I'm not so sure I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing with that open time. At least he had an awareness to say, here's this whole day I could have left the office at 11. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing to actually move the business forward. Well, that's a really good conversation to have. And so for him, he was like, I really want to scale my business to a million dollars in top line revenue. And he wants to do it by the next three to four to five years, something like that. Okay. He can get there. We start to think about what are the 250 to $500 an hour task that only he can do. There's only a handful. This came up on a fireside chat with uh, Munson a few weeks ago, and we were talking about that. But I think for our audience, actually begin to try to ask yourself that question. Maybe even do a thinking time session around that. About what are the tasks that only I can do? I mean, we have obviously a lot of insurance agency owners that listen to the podcast, but there's other business owners too. What are those things that only you can uniquely do at that hourly rate? Let's say you made two hundred thousand dollars last year. Well, your hourly rate is a hundred dollars an hour, roughly, give or take, your effective rate. And so if you think about a fourth of that is twenty five dollars an hour. So if you can get something off of you that you could pay somebody twenty five dollars an hour or less to do, which if you've got an EA in the Philippines, you're more than likely paying somebody a lot less than that per hour to do it, then you're getting a minimum of a four X return on your time
0: and on your money. What are your thoughts on that? So one, absolutely. As you were speaking, I was just thinking about one books that you and I have have uh, shared with each other, and two, what I am doing now that I have the free time. So, when trying to get to know what you should be doing with that free time, there's a great book that we share with each other a long time ago. I think it's called The Road Less Stupid. Oh, that's my favorite book. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Essentially, the gist of that book is that you are your own therapist in a way, because you do have to ask yourself questions. And it's not a typical question like, how are you? It's like, what would happen in my business today that would devastate me? Question Mm -hmm. one. Question two, it's like, how can I prepare for it? It's asking very insightful questions. And I don't quite recall if they talk about time, but I feel like by you asking yourself similar questions like that for anybody that hasn't read the book, I'm definitely going to be rereading it every year just because those are timeless questions. So that's one thing. Two, if you're struggling to figure out what to do with your time, one, going back to the second brain, you can always look at your values and then be like, hey, well, family is a big value for me. Now that I have more free time, maybe I can spend time with my family mm-hmm. or help is a big value for me. Now that I have more free time, I can actually spend time working out because the whole point of being a business owner, in my opinion, is not just to make as much money as possible there's a quality of life and whatnot and actually having more free time stepping away from the business so that you can focus on other aspects of your life that maybe you were neglecting before can actually have a much bigger impact on your business one of my friends he's not even a video maker this guy has made like documentaries on living in the arctic ocean to boxing to interviewing entrepreneurs all over the world last week he put out a video where he just Randomly in Mexico City of all places, actually, he would see this guy just quietly going on walk every day. And he would see him on the way to a coffee shop before getting started for work. And eventually, he just stopped the guy and said, hey, dude, who are you? Like, I see you every day. I'm sure that we made eye contact before. What's going on? Like, what's your story? And then this guy has been on the Lewis House podcast. He's been a TED Talk speaker. Deepak Chopra wrote the foreword for his book. Wow. this guy is a huge deal in the world of meditation, and he knows an awful lot about meditation. But coming from the everyday person perspective, he doesn't consider himself a monk. He's not a monk. He's simply a guy that's great at meditating. I just sit down and stare into nothing, and he's actually very practical about it. And where I'm going with this is actually a line that he had where he said, people are not accomplishing things because they're too busy being busy. So I feel like one thing that I definitely don't want to do is, hey, well, I now have two more hours of time. Let me just fill it up with more things. Realize that you have those two more hours. And once again, only focus on things that Bradley and only Bradley can do. Bradley and only Bradley can excel at.
1: Have you ever thought Yeah. There's only a handful. I created my job description. I don't know if you have one for you, but I have my job description and everybody, I believe in the accountability chart, top five. And so I have my top five. And so if you're in our community and you want me to send template of what my top five is, I have the link in there if people want that. But anyway, so, because I had to think through this very thing to take it from, okay, conceptually, what should I do to What actually are the only things that I should be doing? And what are the five most important? I mean, are there other things? Yes. But Lauren and I talk about every single day in our daily sync. Okay, what are the things that we need to get off my plate so I can spend more time doing these things? So I totally agree with you. Hey, so I got a cool app I want to share with you. So it could probably do other things, but this part is super simple. So it's called Habit. Have you seen this app? I'll look it up right now. All right, so if you're watching it, here. I'll I'll pull it up here. Let's see. I can get it. There it is. Okay. So I've got five things on there in no particular order. Show your work. Okay. So that's show your work is either for some people's posting on social media. I'm terrible at social media. That's not my thing. Show your work, either post on social media, just document your journey on social media or in your community. Okay. So like I have some communities on Circle and other places. And obviously we got our podcast leadership Facebook community now. So show your work, be posting content daily. Number two, sweat. So I used to put workout, but now I actually put it as just break a sweat. And I got that from my dad because years ago, now my dad does not adhere to this now. So he may listen to this, but dad, if you need to take your own advice, he used to say, son, if you just break a sweat every single day, you'll be healthy. And so he's actually was kind of profound. So it's like, all right, break a sweat. Number three is review my 10X vision. So basically I go into the notes app on my phone and I look at what is the vision I have for my businesses and for my life and do it every day. And that actually has been so helpful. Now, for some people, they may say, review my goals. Okay. I don't typically love to use the word goals for me personally. Number four, do five opens a day. So five opens is I'm opening up conversations. Now, some people would call that sales, and it probably is, but that could be a DM. It could be a text message. It could be an email. It could be an outbound phone call. So I'm trying to do five opens a day. And then number five is read 10 pages of a book to feed my mind. So anyway, those five that I do every day, well, I'm trying to do every day. I'm trying to build a habit to it. And so this app is really super simple to do. I'm sure it does some other fancy stuff, but this has actually been helpful. Do I do my five opens? Do I read 10 pages of a nonfiction book? Did I review my 10X vision or my goals? Did I break a sweat? And did I show my work? Those five things.
0: That's what I got on mine. It's been actually pretty helpful. I've been u- using it for about two weeks. So anyway. Before I lose my, my turn of thought, I would say the punchline for this conversation among everything that, that we uh, spoke about actually could be, stop setting goals, start setting habits. Because it's so easy. You yourself can get a dopamine rush, actually, from being like, you know what? This year, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, at least three times a week. I'm going to, I don't know, hug my family. You can spend hours designing this ideal life. And I promise you, you yourself are going to get a rush out of it. And even when you tell people, you also get a rush out of it because by you telling people... If they're your friends or so-called your friends, they'll be like, oh my God, that's great. I'm so happy that you're going to do that in the future. Why are people happy for you? I mean, great. Cool that you have those goals, but like, mind you, I'm guilty of this, by the way. I've done this. And recently, I started hanging out, thank God, you know, with people that are in their 20s. I'm not even joking. Venture capitalists, multimillionaires that made money super early, thankfully through crypto, actually. And they're not just like, like crypto bros that just made a little bit of money from a pump and dump and then are driving rented ferraris like these are guys that are literally are multi in usd and they're thinking on another level for example gary Vee is part of their network they speak and have calls like they're based on your thing and basically something that one of my friends posted yesterday was you don't decide your future you decide your habits that one punchline alone i was just took me aback. I was like, first of all, this guy is like in his freaking early 20s, killing it already at life. And the level of clarity that he operates at is just next level. And stop talking about your goals. It's cool to have that North Star that you're following. But really what matters is this practice right here, tracking your habits.
1: I have tried so hard to get James Clear to come on the podcast. We're going to keep trying. He's a hard dick guy to get to come on the podcast to talk about atomic habits, but we'll keep trying. We'll get him one day. But I'll tell you another book I recently read is The Power to Change by Craig Groeschel. Great book on habits. He drew from Charles Duhigg's book on habits, James Clear's book on habits, and then his own just kind of his own experience around habits. And so I know a lot of people listen to his podcast. He's got an incredible podcast himself, but his book, Power to Change, is a really awesome book on habits too. So, well, I'll post in the chat a screenshot in the comments on the habit app tracker. And then if people want some of those templates, then they can comment. We'll put it in our
0: podcast community. So,
1: all right, Chris, anything else from you, my man?
0: Last thing, it's okay to have that North Star. That would be your goals. I would revisit it in the same fashion that you're doing it, yeah. which is every single day, every single day before getting started, know what you're working for. And as a form of meditation, for example, there's a book that I'm reading right now. It's called How to Break the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Actually, I screenshot. Book. I think we tried to get him on the podcast. Is that good? Oh, it's life changing, man. There's not a whole lot of authors that talk about meditation and things like that, or just mental health that I personally like listen to or believing and this guy is just next level the real deal. One of the things that he talks about is is people always say thank you after something happened, like, hey Bradley, thank you for opening the doors. But there is very little difference between the quantum realm and the physical realm. The only difference is the fact that we can see things, but then if we only lead ourselves by the things that we can see, touch and feel, I mean our senses are so limited. We're essentially only capturing point zero 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 one percent of actual reality. Rather than saying thank you for the things that you already have, be genuinely grateful for things that you want in your life that you just simply haven't actualized yet, but you have that vision. So for example, you saying, hey, I'm thankful because of the fact that today I get to leave my office at 12 p.m. because of the fact that I have a team in place that I know will be able to give me free time so that I can focus and and spend time on my family. I'm thankful for my, let's just go materialistic for the red Ferrari that's sitting in my garage right now that I'm gonna get to drive later. I'm thankful for having a routine with my family every single weekend where we all get to spin the globe and put a finger on the map and then we go to where we land, something like that. It's okay to do that five to 10 minutes a day, every single day. But then once you actually do that meditation, go and actually work on things that will actualize what you just visualize, what you just meditated about.
1: I have not been able to get into a consistent routine with meditation and it is something that I've wanted to do. So maybe we can talk more in another episode about making that a habit, right? I mean, we're talking about habits. And so how how do I make that actually a habit? It's interesting because I don't turn off things just because they're woo-woo anymore per se. I just have not been able to find the thing that, I can lock in and say, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like when people say that they don't know kind of what they would think about in thinking time for their business. I'm like, okay, I get that. But for me, my brain is going so much all the time that I do realize if I could get to a place where I could shut it down for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And so, yeah, I'll do some research on that. You and I can chat and then I'll report back to people in the podcast, whether or not it was helpful for me or not. I'll do my own like experiment on it. Okay. sounds great, man. All right, that's the pod.